welcome to Arbitral Insights, a podcast series brought to you by our international arbitration practice lawyers here at Reed Smith. I'm Peter Rocha, Global Head of Reed Smith's international arbitration practice. I hope you enjoy the industry commentary, insights and anecdotes we share with you in the course of this series, wherever in the world you are. If you have any questions about any of the topics discussed, please do contact our speakers. And with that, let's get started. Welcome back to Arbitral Insights. I'm Peter Rocha, Global Chair of International Arbitration at Reed Smith, and I'm delighted to welcome with me today Jane Davis Evans. Hi, Jane. Hi, Peter. Delighted to be sitting here with you today. We are going to talk a little about the Garlive construction disputes, which we will be co-presiding together for the fifth time this year, um, and the event will take place on the 31st of March as part of Paris Arbitration Week. So, Jay, perhaps if you want to start. Thank you, Peter. And we'll be starting with our keynote. And and we've had some really great keynotes over the last few years, haven't we? We started, I remember, with Chris Seppolo. I remember that conversation. We said if we're talking about construction in Paris, then we have to have Chris Seppolo as our first keynote. And then we moved to Michael Schneider, who I know you know well. We've also had Doug Jones. And I'd say that all of those three are very pure construction arbitration people. After that, we had a slight change with Sally Rowe, um, one of my ex-partners used to work with at Freshfields. And she had a, that slightly different approach. I think probably, Sally, if you want to do something unusual and enormous in the world of construction, there's no one better than Sally to tell you how to go about it and probably avoid having disputes. This year, we're back in the world of arbitration, but with Brian King, again, recently retired from Freshfields. And Brian a great friend and mentor. He does a lot of construction arbitration, but also has been in some of the world's leading investor state arbitrations as well. And so it'll be really interesting, I think, to hear that perspective, because increasingly so much of the construction sector is ending up in investor state arbitration. So that will be interesting to hear what he has to say. And Brian, of course, was the lead counsel in Bywaters arbitration, one of the, the first international investor state arbitrations in Africa and a case which actually has made a huge difference to my career because having acted successfully for Tanzania, Brian was then approached by Tanzania to act for them on a number of other arbitrations. I started doing that and still do to this day, which segues very nicely, of course, into our first panel, which is looking at development projects and how they end up in, in arbitration. I do a lot of this work. I don't know, Peter, do you do much? I do some as well, absolutely. So for panel one, we're still getting together our final lineup, but we're absolutely delighted. I know when Doug Jones approached us and said he would be in Paris for the week, and of course we both jumped at the opportunity to have Doug back speaking. I'm hoping we're going to have David Kagwa, who's a really great lawyer. I met last week, actually. I was down in Kampala teaching and met him. He's going to come and speak got Emma Schaffsma will be talking as well from CMS. I know she's done a lot of work on development projects out in the, the Far East as well. So, And then we'll have a couple of other speakers too. So I think that'll be a really interesting debate because so many of the construction disputes that we have actually revolve around development projects. And so it'll be really interesting to see how those go in arbitration, the specific issues that we see, they do tend to raise specific slightly different issues than some of the other arbitrations. So it'd be good to see what people have to say about that. And then that takes us to, of course, to panel two, your first panel, Peter. 
Yeah, that's great. About just a, a few words about the way that, you know, when we have the fun of actually putting together these programs and sort of over the years, that we, we like obviously to go for topics that are very sort of topical, very current. And then with selecting speakers, it's to get speakers who are going to be dynamic, thought-provoking, a little controversial, because that's something that GAR encourages and we welcome, and to do it in in a context that, that is fun as well. And of course, one of the topics that uh, we're seeing, and I know you are as well, Jane, more and more as part of claims that are being made, are claims for less efficient working, so productivity and disruption claims. And a couple of the the real issues that I'm seeing time and time again is often the disconnect between the, the claims that can be put together and the, the, the evidence and records that exist, and then arbitrators being asked to uh, make a finding in relation to loss of productivity uh, without having all of the records, and yet the arbitrators having the, the instinctive feeling that there is some basis for those claims, and they then have to try to come up with um, sort of converting those disruption claims into into money. So on this panel, we've got three consultants, uh, Luke Korovesis, who's from Kroll, Mike um, Kenyon from BRG, and Nick Neuer from Secretariat, who will be sharing with us their experiences. And then we've got two lawyers, Hamish Lal from the Aitken Gump, and one of my partners from Reed Smith, Elizabeth Farrell. And they will be looking very much at, at how you would go about presenting or defending these productivity, loss of productivity claims, and then about the difficulties and the complications and challenges that face arbitrators. Peter, I have to say, I'm really looking forward to this particular panel because I think so much of the money that our contractor clients lose is tied up in disruption and loss of productivity. And frankly, so few experts deliver well on this. I think corporate clients spend a lot of money on people who don't really do very much. I mean, you get these people who have done incredibly detailed mathematical models that are utterly meaningless. And it's very few of the experts who actually have the expertise to say, I've built this kind of project. If this goes wrong, these are the consequences and actually put some substance to it. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to see what you managed to get these um, consultants to say. And, you know, I think it'd be a really good panel, that one. And that's a warning to our three consultants just to be ready because Jane will come in with some questions on the day. Absolutely. And then, of course, you've got the, you're moderating the third panel as well of No Rest for the Wicked for you on Gar Live. Yes. And the third and fourth panel will have combined themes. Fast and Furious is what we've called this. And it's all about sort of fast track arbitrations. And this is one criticism that we hear increasingly which is that arbitration is just not fast enough. You don't get a result quickly enough. There, I think, I mean, we're going to be looking on the first panel that, that I, I will be chairing at really sort of a panel discussion with Stavros Brekulakis, who, of course, is the director of the School of um, International Arbitration at Queen Mary's, Aisha Nada who is a partner with Runland AB, and Aisha does a, a quite a bit of work on dispute boards. There will be Joseph Moore, who is the co-chair of the International Construction Project Committee of the IBA. And there will be Andrea Nikolic, who's legal counsel with um, Strabak. So we'll have a, a diverse panel with um, very different points of view. What I would say there is, you know, you could be careful what you, uh, what you ask for, because, I mean, I've heard from a number of clients and users that they want sort of quick results. And then they're often not entirely satisfied with the result that is reached. 
So I think there are going to be a number of challenges there that need to be looked at. No, I completely agree. And I think when we came up with these these two panels, so we probably both had at the back of our minds that article that Dr. Jörg Risser wrote recently, essentially, you know, laying out uncertain terms that we have, I think, as, a, as an industry, we're sort of failing our clients, you know, that arbitrations sometimes take years, even decades, thousands of documents, millions of dollars of fees. And is that actually really what our clients want? Is it need? It's certainly a long way from how arbitration started, which was, you know, our, the peers, commercial peers deciding disputes quickly and efficiently as an alternative to court. We're, you know, so it'd be interesting. And of course, our final panel, we're calling it, I think, arbitration in an hour. And it's very much picking up on the fact you go to the US Supreme Court, you go to some of the other constitutional courts around the world, and you get 30 minutes. I think you even get a traffic light in the US, and if it turns red, you they switch off your mics. And yet, much to our delight as construction arbitration practitioners, we can talk for days <laughs> um, on occasion, and we do. So it'll be interesting to see how a sort of very brave group of counsel stand up and present a case in half an hour each side, and then hearing from our arbitrators. So the arbitrators, Brian King is kindly coming back. Some of you will remember him from last year when we had a role play. He's the only surviving member of that particular tribunal, and he's been upgraded from the co-arb to, to, to chair. And he's going to be sitting with Marianne Smith, QC, a really excellent English construction arbitrator. And we're hoping we'll have Laura Abrahamson as well. And it's interesting, I think, having Laura, because you'll remember the very first GAR Live. I think it was actually the very first GAR Live panel. Laura sat on it. And at that point, she was working in-house at ACON, and she was complaining about how much arbitration costs, how long it takes. So I think it'd be really interesting to see her now um, no longer at ACON. I think she's sitting at JAMS as a mediator and arbitrator. So to get her view as to that from, you know, now she's got a different, she's changed her hats and seeing what she has to say about that. So I think it'd be really interesting. I mean, I think arbitration in an hour is probably overambitious, but arbitration in a couple of days, I think really should be achievable and something that we can hopefully help our clients get to at some point. No, I'm very much looking forward to that because the uh, the panel that precedes it will be obviously a discussion panel looking at some of the uh, the theories and the options and then to actually see that put into practice and just how achievable that will be, we shall see. And I think perhaps just a, a few words more generally about these conferences. As, as we mentioned at the beginning, I mean, this is the fifth year that uh, I've had the pleasure with Jane of uh, co-chairing these. And they are terrific events because the audience and the audience, I mean, this year it will be a hybrid event. So there will be people there physically as well as people joining virtually. They really are interactive. They do participate. They share their own points of view and, and in a way that is constructive, but also at times controversial. You know, and people don't, they don't really pull any punches sometimes as well, which is terrific. And that's, that's exactly what we encourage. And I think if we say something about the networking as well, Jane, because that's as important. I mean, absolutely. I mean, we always seem to get a good number of in-house counsel coming in, which I think is always interesting to, I mean, ultimately they're the clients. I mean, I think sometimes we can forget in arbitration, it's about the clients, it's not about us as counsel and having in-house counsel there who can actually tell us what they want, what they don't want, you know, what they like, what they don't like. I think it's a really important part of the, the Gar Live events. And we certainly get a lot of that. We also get people who fly in from all around the world as well. It's not just a it's Paris arbitration, but it's a lot of people come a long way. And 
not so many last year, but hopefully this year, I think with COVID, hopefully retreating, we'll get back to those numbers and you know a really diverse audience from around the world. No, absolutely. And I think that that's something that has struck me. You really do get a you know 360 degree vision of very different points of view that are there just to share those and exchange in what is a, a pretty informal sort of atmosphere. And that's encouraged. And then at the end of the day, um, you can raise a, a glass of or, or two of uh, champagne or soft drinks, if that's your preference. I mean, that the, the, the networking part of it is, is pretty crucial as well, I think. No, definitely. It's certainly, be, I'm very happy. It's back in person, back in Paris and looking forward to it. Okay. Well, I look very forward to seeing you in Paris, Jane, and to this event. And as we mentioned at the beginning, it's on Thursday, the 31st of March from nine in the morning until four in the afternoon. And it's part of the Paris Arbitration Week. So we look very much forward to seeing as many of you there as possible and those who can't be there physically to hearing from you virtually. Thank you very much, Jane. Thank you, Peter, for inviting me. Arbitral Insights is a Reed Smith production. Our producer is Ali McArdle. For more information about Reed Smith's global international arbitration practice, email arbitralinsights at reedsmith.com. To learn about the Reed Smith Arbitration Pricing Calculator, a first-of-its-kind mobile app that forecasts the cost of arbitration around the world, search Arbitration Pricing Calculator on reedsmith.com or download for free through the Apple and Google Play app stores. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, reedsmith.com, and our social media accounts at reedsmithllp on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. This podcast is provided for educational purposes. It does not constitute legal advice and is not intended to establish an attorney-client relationship, nor is it intended to suggest or establish standards of care applicable to particular lawyers in any given situation. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. Any views, opinions, or comments made by any external guest speaker are not to be attributed to Reed Smith LLP or its individual lawyers. All rights reserved.